Narcissistic Abuse Survivor Stories, True Stories from Real Survivors, 121 Things Narcissists Say When They're Gaslighting You, today at QueenBeing.com. Hi there, my name is Angie Atkinson. I'm a certified life coach and author and a survivor of narcissistic abuse and relationships. Uh, just before we get started here, um, you can learn more about me and about narcissistic abuse and narcissistic abuse recovery at queenbeing.com. Um, you can also check out my books at booksangiewrote.com or uh, visit NarcissismSupportCoach.com for not only personalized narcissistic abuse recovery coaching, but also a free five-day fear-busting e-course that is specifically designed for narcissistic abuse survivors. Alright, now before we get started today, I just have to tell you, I have a really good one for you, so stay tuned. Um, so if you've ever been involved in a toxic relationship with a narcissist, the following statements might sound pretty familiar to you. I polled the members of my online support group, SPAN, and I asked them to share the things that they had heard often from their narcissists, things that they heard them say over and over again during those toxic relationships. Uh, now this is very interesting how this came out, uh, but we came up with 121 things. And I think you'll be pretty interested. Oh, by the way, before we get uh, started on that part, um, I just want to let you know SPAN is uh, support for people affected by narcissism and narcissistic abuse in relationships. And you can join my SPAN group at um, queenbeing.com uh, backslash SPAN. Um, or you can just click on the icon, that the SPAN tab there. All right. So anyway, if you are not sure that you're dealing with a narcissist, this list might actually help you to kind of understand whether or not anything sounds familiar. So if you hear, you know, or you read a lot of statements that um, sound familiar to you or sound similar to something that someone says to you all the time, then you might actually be dealing with a narcissist. Okay, so let's get doing. All right, number one, you're being irrational. You should get tested for schizophrenia. That's number two. Number three, you're always making up shit in your head. You need help. I don't do things I think are wrong. Why are you being so defensive? You're so childish or immature. You need to learn to communicate better. I'm not arguing, I'm just discussing. Hey, I'm not saying you need to be any different. I'm not trying to change anybody. It's always something with you. You're, you're crazy, you're weirdo, you're a freak. Whatever. If you wouldn't piss me off, I wouldn't have to say mean things to you. No wonder so-and-so has a problem with you. If you tell them about me, I will whatever and hurt you. Either blackmail you or made up exaggerated lies to get back at you for exposing them. Remember, these are all real statements that are, are our group members have actually heard often from their narcissists. This is not just some, you know, compilation of potential things. This is a compilation of actual statements made by the narcissists to actual victims of narcissism. Okay, another one. I used to think you were a good person because, you know, you tell them off and get on their level. Another one. Why are you being a bitch? Get over it. I'm late. I was supposed to be here at noon, but it's 2.40 p.m. Do you want to go eat or not? Another one, I don't have time for your games. Another one, go ahead, tell them about me. I will make your life a living hell, bitch. Yeah, they, they're really good for calling names and often very shocking names that you wouldn't really hear from other people in your lives. Uh, yeah. 
I'm much smarter than your dumbass. That always sounds really, yeah, I, I totally, whatever. <laughs> uh, just try, you'll lose. I'm going to kiss their butt. We'll see what who they want more to do with. I'm guessing this is in a situation where uh, someone is, you know, it's, it's a competition between the couple, you know. Anyway, you would think that they would have figured you out by now. Or you, you would think that you would have figured it out by now. You can't beat me. But hey, knock yourself out. Make a fool of yourself. Another one. If you're on the phone with them in front of an audience, you get, listen, you need help. I can't play your games anymore. I feel really sorry for you. I've got to go. I'm not being pulled into another fight. And of course, you're on the other end saying, well, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And about that time, the phone clicks off. So later he calls you, try me, bitch. Have you figured out that you won't win? Yeah, you know what? I, I haven't experienced it exactly like that myself, but I have experienced very similar things where they do, um, you know, they, again, they want to make you look crazy. And so they, they take they, they show other people from their end only, of course, where they can't hear you. Uh, and, and they, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You're so insane. I can't believe you're making me do this. And then, of course, when they get off the phone, then they, they, they bitch and they moan and they tell everybody how terrible you are. And then later he's like, see, I won. You see how that goes? It's just part of gaslighting. All right. Another one. What do you mean if I have, what do you mean I have no real friends? I have an attorney friend, one who owns whatever. I have tons of friends. You're the depressed loser who stays home all the time with no friends. Oh, sorry. You have a volunteer pet rescue friend. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah, this, this came from a survivor. Oh, I forgot you're holier than thou. Poor you. You like being a victim. You wonder why I stay away from you. Others think I'm a pretty nice guy. It's too bad you don't. I'm going to stay away from you as long as you put me down. No wonder I do drugs. If you want to feel like shit, if I want to feel like shit, I will come around to you. How's it working for you? Listen to yourself. You're losing it. Oh, and here's one. If they leave you and, they, and you go, well, f good riddance. Now she can put up with you. He says, oh, she doesn't mind breakfast in bed. We're going to Hawaii. You could have had the finer things, but you wanted to fight me all the time. When I'm a millionaire, we'll see who's doing better then. Yeah, as my as my member said, this is a very good example of uh, a person with a very grandiose uh, <laughs> situation there. Uh, here's another one. My friends on Facebook that I never met in person tell me all the time how smart I am. <laughs> Another one, I'm not trying to control you. You're thinking about your ex-husband and you're taking it out on me. That's a common thing. They, they want to make you seem like the crazy person. That's the whole, the whole thing with gaslighting. Another one, you've always got a problem. Another one, I'm the best thing that ever happened to you. No one can ever love you like I do. It's always your fault. Why do you have to get all pissy and hurt over stuff? You just look for something to gripe about all the time. What do you get out of being moody all the time? I hope that's fun for you. <laughs> I'm the only one that really loves you. You are not going to control me, you effing bee. I don't give a crap about your kids. Everyone agrees with me. You're bad. I never said that. You're crazy. You're lazy. You're too sensitive. 
I know what you're thinking. You never listen. I'll pay you back, and of course never does. You better life, oh, this one's a good one. You better wipe that look off your face or I'll do it for you. You're a piece of shit. And then if you try to make them aware about something, like that they're going to get in trouble, either legally or personally, they'll say something like, don't worry about it. Shut up. You're such a goody-goody weirdo. You worry about everything. I've done this before. You know, they always know better than you. Another one, stop telling people stuff about me. And then if he cheats on you and repeatedly wants to know why, you know, he, he'll say, you know, I don't understand why you said some not nice things to me, you know, uh, even though they have a really good reason <laughs> for, uh, you have a really good reason for having said not nice things to him. He, he cheated, <laughs> but then he wants to, he wants to turn it around and make it about you hurting his feelings instead of him, you know, sticking his penis in another woman or whatever. Okay. Another one, this, this survivor said that, you know, she gets told, you'll never find another man as good as me. I've heard that one a lot myself. I've heard that one from other survivors and in my own uh, narcissistic previous marriage. Okay, here's another one. When he goes out, uh, someone told him that they had the best time ever because he was there. Another one, I'm from an Acadian bloodline, so naturally I'm smarter than average people like you. Oh, another one. My job is more important. You just have projects. It's just busy work. You know, and I've heard similar like, oh, you just sit around and play on the computer all day and things like that from work-at-home moms and stay-at-home moms and stuff like that. Um, another one. I don't answer your texts because you're bothering me with your foolishness. Again, this is him acting like you're a child or you're not good enough or whatever. Again, before I move on, let me just say again, and I know that I'm going to get some comments from men saying this is a sexist video because I'm referring to primarily men. In this case, there was only one man who commented in this poll, and um, you know, but but the fact is that these these statements can apply to either men or women. And although uh, the majority of my readers and viewers and um, clients do happen to be female, I do have some men in there, and and the men tell me that it's it's very similar on both sides. Now, statistically. Uh, you know, obviously men are slightly statistically more likely to be narcissistic, narcissistic than women, but it's just such a slight um, majority that, you know, it really does apply to both sexes. Okay, moving on. It's my way or the highway. Oh boy. Women are here to serve men. Don't you love that? And I'm sure women who are narcissists will say, oh, you're just here to serve me. Men are just here to serve women, whatever. Okay, if you're so great at budgeting, why are we past due on everything and broke? And this is, of course, after he blows his entire paycheck at the casino. I know how to do whatever. I know how you whatever. I know why whatever. And then basically what that comes down to is I have the answer. You just have to listen to me. And you can fill in the blank with any subject because he always knows the answer to everything. People's motives, parenting, why your cake just exploded. Any subject at all. He has all the answers. All you have to do is listen. Does that sound familiar? Okay. Back when I lived in Florida and I was rich beyond belief and knew all the movie stars, you know, because I grew up with them and I never had to worry about being broke all the time. Well, see, again, this is a situation where he's like a, got the grandiose, grandiosity situation going on, fantasies, and, you know, maybe he really was living in Florida and rich beyond belief and knew all the movie stars, but obviously he's got some kind of a twisted idea of what it's all about. Moving on. 
Watch what I do next, bitch. Y'all already know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've heard something similar. Um, here's another one, another grandiosity example. I used to race Porsches for Indy 500, and I own two Burger Kings and a Pizarro's. Okay. <laughs> another one. No wonder your daughter can't keep a boyfriend. She's so needy and trailer park trash. Now, see, this is, uh, you know, obviously any mother is going to feel very strongly about her children, and when someone... Um, directly insults a person's children it's it's entirely uh, it, it's one of those hot button issues that a lot of people will fight and they will do this narcissists will often go to this level when you get to the point where you are gray rocking them and you're you're winning that's when they get to the point where they're just going to just start pulling out all the stops you know like if you have a you know a bad relationship with you know someone at work or or a relative then the narcissist might compare you to that person or if you have a good relationship with someone then the narcissist might tear down that person when they can't get at you when they're tearing you down it's just it's they'll do anything they can to get under your skin yeah okay um after one of his often veiled put downs and that's the truth Ugh. another one i know at least three people in this town who think you are bipolar yeah, again, they're always accusing you of being the mentally ill, the crazy, the, the 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 nut job because this is part of their whole tactic to make you seem crazy, whether you believe they're, you're crazy or not, because sometimes you do begin to believe you're crazy, especially when it's excessive or when it's uh, long term. But but even if you don't believe you're crazy, if they can make other people believe you're crazy, then they win because of course crazy people always say they're not crazy. All right. He's incredibly grandiose and exaggerates his achievements, talks constantly to anyone about the high standing of people that he quote-unquote knows. Um, he needs to be seen as a genius, and he's challenged by other people's achievements. Behind their backs, he calls them third-rate. This is another direct quote from a survivor. Uh, another one. When I was the manager of over 50 people at a restaurant, and the survivor told me it was Taco Bell, but you couldn't say that. Heaven forbid it, he was associated with fast food because, again, he thinks he's too good for it, even though he obviously... Uh, did this and now one of one of the other survivors mentioned that that was a really damn good job and and she thought that you know it was offensive that he would feel that way because I guess the Taco Bell managers make a good amount so but you know this is an example of, of narcissists they they nothing's ever good enough for them including themselves which is why they're so so very judgmental of everything and everyone else in the world another one you just want to rehash the past now this might be the past from yesterday but uh, yeah yeah I've heard it. I'm sure you've all heard it too. Uh, you should have known that this was not a good time to either talk to me, call me on the phone, or whatever. And then, of course, follow, follows up with a, a very quote unquote justifiable narcissistic rage. Awesome. Uh, you treat me like shit and you're not on drugs. That's, that's a, an actual thing. Uh, <laughs> nobody likes you, they all laugh behind your back. After he breaks up with you over the phone, he might say, you made me. You asked me if we were all right. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? It's always something with you. I'm sure we've all heard that one. You leave me and you will be blued, screwed, and tattooed. Now, that's a very creative narcissist there. You will, have, you will never have the confidence to leave me. You are delusional. You have no friends. Nobody likes you. You're too old. No one will ever want you. You're too fat. No one will ever love you like I do. You'll never find anyone as good as me. You'll never find anyone to put up with you like I do.
You'll never have a house as nice as this one. You'll end up living in a broken down car on the north side. What are you going to do without me? How will you ever feed yourself? I never said that. You're crazy. You need a shrink. I never did that. You're crazy. I can say or do anything I want to you because I own you. I was busy. Somebody has to earn a living. I worked my ass off, but nobody around here seems to care. No one is able to love someone like you. Well, except me. Why do you always have to criticize me? Don't nag me. Why are you upset? I was only kidding. I want, I need, I, me, 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 me. I was just kidding. Gee, can't you take a joke? Rage? What rage? Oh, so I'm not allowed to get angry? <laughs> Heard that one. Only I can treat you like shit. Now, uh, at the risk of, you know, not, I, I don't want to expose anyone here, but this is this is the one statement that showed up from a, a male um victim and survivor in, in the group. I, I found this interesting because I do see how a female narcissist might um, be prone to saying something like this, even if she doesn't say it just like that, but she might say it just like that. But even if she says something, you know, she tries to maybe defend you, but she does that, you know, if someone else attacks you, but she does that because you're property, not because she loves you. All right, moving on. I never said anything to you because I just thought you knew how she felt about you. She was talking about you, complaining. I didn't think you were friends. You know, see, this is his excuse, I'm sure, for having, um, you know, gossiped about you or knowing gossip about you and not sharing it with you. The narcissist, uh, this this one's a like a four-parter here. Narcissist, you have the most beautiful blue eyes. And then you say, oh, thank you. And they say, I can't do this anymore. And you go, are you breaking up with me again? And he goes, yep. <laughs> See how that's kind of confusing? Because they're like, you know, you're amazing, you're awesome. And then, by the way, we got to go. <laughs> uh, this is a terrible but sc- a scary one and one that you need to take very seriously. If you ever cheat on me, I'll kill them and you. And I had another uh, survivor put up a similar statement that was even more graphic. Um, I did not, I'm not sharing that here because it's very triggering, but um, it's, oops, it's definitely, uh, and I told the survivor at the time, this thing is just right in my thing, okay. I told the survivor at the time that I thought, you know, she needs to get out right away, and and I understand that she is in the process of working on that, but uh, if they they give you any sort of a death threat or um, any sort of reason to believe that there might be something to be worried about, please, please, please get out. Go to queenbeing.com, click on the um, the page for resources for survivors of victims and survivors of narcissistic abuse, and you will find um, a list of domestic violence um, emergency resources there, and they, they're, for, for countries around the world and, and states around the country, there are, there are um, lists of you know, agencies that can help you immediately um, with emergency relocation and all kinds of good stuff. So check that out. All right. Uh, you started it. That's a good one. That usually is in reference to an argument that you didn't start. <laughs> Get over it. Grow up. So that's my list for today. What do you think? Does anything sound familiar to you? 
Do you think you're dealing with a narcissist? Um, go ahead and share your thoughts and experiences in the comments section and let's discuss it. Uh, you might also, if you if you do feel like some of this is relating to you, you might also want to check out my free email course on narcissistic abuse recovery um, that I mentioned at the beginning of this video. You can check it out at NarcissismSupportCoach.com and you can also get my books on narcissism and narcissistic abuse recovery at BooksAngieWrote.com or get free tools, tips, and resources for narcissistic abuse recovery as always at QueenBeing.com. Um, so that's all I've got for today. My name is Angie Atkinson and I will see you soon. Thanks for watching.